Welcome to Lectionary Living, a way of centering around the Sunday readings and applying the scriptures to everyday life. I'm Barbara Lehman, author and host. Today I'll talk about the readings for Sunday, June 13th. You know, in last week's lectionary reading, Samuel had anointed Saul as king in a public ceremony with much rejoicing from the people. Already, just a few chapters later and one week later in church, God has rejected Saul as king based on his inability to follow guidance from above. Samuel, although unhappy with Saul's performance, is also unhappy with God's instruction to find a new leader for the people. Saul, after all, had been Samuel's guy from the beginning. God confronts him in a most unempathic way. How long will you go on grieving? Do you not see the new direction this is going in? All of us, I think, have a little trouble on this point. The vicissitudes of life, and what a great word for it, vicissitudes, one can hardly say it. They are a challenge. Changes in circumstances, fortunes and misfortunes, all these things come at us quickly. COVID was a case in point. There were drastic changes over the year, and at least for me, it took time to take it all in and figure out what to do next. I see that I just said take it all in, but I don't think that's accurate either. I'm still taking in what happened over this last year. Reality, though, allows us no such luxury. Although human beings take time to process things, life does not take this into consideration. Emotions may interfere with clear thinking. Getting time and distance from a situation can help one to manage one's feelings about it. In today's story, time and distance from the situation is what Samuel lacked. He knew things weren't going well with Saul. But couldn't this work out? Couldn't Saul eventually learn the job? The idea of replacing him with another, well, this was going to be complicated. There were political considerations, for Saul had a loyal army. And practical problems, too, for apparently in Samuel's mind... There was no one else to take Saul's place. To make the challenge even more difficult, Samuel goes on a hunt for a new king involving a family with many sons. Six are presented to Samuel, but, having recovered some of his reasoning capacity, he sees that none of these will do. He asks if there are any more, and it turns out that the youngest was out tending sheep. No one had even thought of him. This son, David, was selected as king. The child who is overlooked has a distinct advantage over the other kids, with a little more room to become a self. David apparently had many days alone with the sheep, days when he must have practiced music and developed an ability to defend the animals from predators. His skills with both the lyre and the slingshot show up in the stories ahead, the task of caring for the livestock had developed in him both autonomy and competency. As human creatures, practical realities can save us. In my case, I'm reminded of the death of my sister. Like Samuel, I would have given myself over to grief if not for three kids who had to be fed, dressed, and sent to school. Motivated by emotional reason, I got out of bed each morning. My heart stirred my mind, so to speak, 
My love for my family reminded me that I could not lose myself in grief. I had my children to think about. In Samuel's case, he had his loyalty to God and to his own principles to consider. Moving on and letting the past go begins here. Here are some questions to reflect on this week. I use these to focus on what I'm trying to do with my life. After the questions, I close with a verse from the psalm for the week. In the morning, what am I grieving over? How can I begin to move on? In the evening, what new direction might I take with my life? Psalm 20, verse 7. Some take pride in chariots and some in horses, but our pride is in the name of the Lord our God.